We are in Doctrine and Covenants section 77 and 78. And the reason I'm doing these together is I think they fit. <laughs> As I studied them, it seemed to go together. And so what I want to start with is in section 78, verse 6 and 7. And in 6 it says, For if you are not equal in earthly things, you cannot be equal in obtaining heavenly things. And verse 7, For if you will that I give unto you a place in the celestial world, you must prepare yourselves by doing the things which I have commanded you and required of you. And this just reminds me, and we focus so much, or I focus so much on the second coming, coming when the world is so wicked. And we really feel we're there and the tribulations and all the prophecies, the divisiveness, all of that. And just recently in studying DNC, there was a scripture that said, and I tried to find it. I'm sorry that I couldn't, um, that said, we will have the kingdom of God prepared. The righteous will have it prepared and he will just step in to reign. So there is work for us to do to prepare the kingdom so that he just steps in and reigns. So then I want to turn to verse 17. Verily, verily, I say to you, you are little children and you have not as yet understood how great blessings the Father hath in his own hands prepared for you. 18. And you cannot bear all things now. Nevertheless, be of good cheer, for I will lead you along. The kingdom is yours, and the blessings thereof are yours, and the riches of eternity are yours. There's two things I love in that. The first is we are little children. I don't have a concept. I We're told again and again in the Book of Mormon that it's a hundredth part that we don't even have a clue. We just get this glimpse. And it reminds me, we just did section 76, and that's the three kingdoms. And Joseph Smith said he tried so hard to sum it up for us so we could understand, but we didn't even, unless we could glimpse it, we had not a clue. They didn't have words sufficient to tell us. Um, it's so interesting to think with all that we have access to on LDS.org and our scriptures, I can't even brush the surface and I am immersing myself constantly trying to study the scriptures and study what we have available. And I know I haven't even touched the surface of all there is because we have been told to read the Book of Mormon daily, which I try to do. And, and so I'll try and study other things on top of the Book of Mormon and especially come follow me. I do that, but I'm trying to obey those things things that we have been taught of keeping those things daily in our life. So I know there's so much more I don't understand. I know that every land, the lost tribes, that they have scriptures or records that we will have someday. And I so look forward to that. But I know I haven't even embraced mine or understood what we have access to, to its fullness. And so this whole, we just have such little bit could be overwhelming, but I love that it says in 18, you couldn't bear it all. There's no way, Aaron, that you could understand it all. So just be of good cheer. I will lead you along. Just be happy. The kingdom is yours. Everything you need to know, I have given. It's yours and the blessings are yours. And the riches of eternity, it doesn't say if you don't mess up, 
if you'll be perfect. It says it's mine. I have access to all of that. And here it says in 19, and he who receiveth this with thankfulness and thankfulness says, not only do I offer my gratitude, but I embrace it and I try like I'm doing. It says they shall be made glorious and the things of this earth will be added to them even a hundredfold and more. We are working for eternity, that eternal perspective. Please make me who you need me to be. Please bless. I won't waste the days of my probation. That I will do those small and simple things. That I will try and increase my understanding and to strive to follow thee and be more who you need me to be. And then I love this, verse 20. Therefore, do all things I have commanded you. Okay, do the things that he has commanded. That's just really, really simple. Just do. Just strive. Be really good at repenting at the end of the day. And at the start of the day, be really good, including the Lord in your plan and making him a partner and trying to follow him. I love that so much. We are but little kids and little kids have to apologize a lot. Little kids have to say, I'm sorry. Little kids have to be told a lot. And little kids don't have an understanding of what our vision is for them. But they obey and they try again. And they're really good at apologizing. And they understand that we love them. And they trust us that we are working for their good. That's how we need to be. That's how I need to be. And then I love... um, that, well, in 21, I wanted to say, or in 20, it says, even the sun, amen. And I looked that up because I was like, what is that? I've, I don't think I've ever noticed that before. That is Jesus Christ. And that is, um, I think I read that's the Adamic language. He is, that is the Adamic language. He is Jesus Christ. The correct title is sun, amen, who prepareth all things before he taketh you. That is the church of the firstborn, and he takes us. We become his. And where does he take us? Up in the clouds. And he that is faithful and a wise steward shall inherit all. Um, I loved in conference when they talk about the city of Enoch will come down and be with us. When it takes us to the clouds, that's exactly. We will dwell with him. Are we prepared to live as the city of Enoch lived in this united order, all things in common, striving to be one, striving to follow God with all our hearts? I love that it says a wise steward. Do we really have the vision that all we have been given here is to be a stewardship? None of it's ours. It's all God's. And it's that parable of the 10 talents. Have we taken what he gave us and made more? Have we strived to do all that we can to magnify him, knowing it's all his? I just love that. And the thought that I had as we talked about we are but little children is immediately the thought came 77 and Revelations is really kind of overwhelming. I wish I had some great knowledge to give you some great insight for 77. I don't. But I also think it's just amazing that Joseph Smith says, what does this mean? 
And then he gets an answer. What are we to understand? And truly, you hear it everywhere. It's just an example to us. If you have a question, pray and ask, and God will give you answers. I have had questions. I have had questions that I still have not had answered. But I can promise you this, as I have strived, striven, sorry, to find answers, God has opened my mind. God has led me along. I don't have the final answer, but he has spoken peace and he has led me along and given me enough that keeps me searching and makes me trust that someday I will understand. And that's everything. So I love 77, really that example. But there are a couple things. The sea of glass in verse 1 um, I've heard that we will live on a great Urim and Thummim, that we will be able to see all things. That's when it's celestialized. And, and so I think that's what that means. In verse 9, when it talks about um, the four angels, I heard that that's angels from the four corners of the earth. So I have written down northeast, southwest. They all come together for this great gathering um, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I have written. And then 11, one of the things I love when it talks about 144,000, one of the things I heard is when I studied, I had the impression that I should study um, numbers in the scriptures. And so I did. And one of those numbers is 12. And 12 is perfect and complete and holy. It's like the 12 tribes. And so when it talks about the 144, what I heard is that is not an exact number. That is 12 squared. And 12 represents the priesthood. So it is the priesthood squared or infinite. So it isn't 144,000. It is the priesthood will literally fill the earth. There will be so many righteous priesthood brethren. And I really love that thought. So I don't know if that's true. That's just um, some of the things that I have heard over the years that really made sense to me. Um, I love that the trumpets and the one thought I had in verse 12 is when, oh, that I were an angel and could sound a trump to shake the earth. And there's several references in the Book of Mormon of being a trump. And I just think a trump is not silent. A trump stands for God and speaks with no worry of what others think or that others may hear them. And so that's what I thought with that. And then 14, um, I love the one thing I love about John eating the book. I, I don't know what that represents, but I do know eating something is taking it in. It becomes part of you inside. When we eat the sacrament, we are representing that we are taking the Savior inside us. He becomes part of us inside every ounce and every fiber. So I did love that when he is commanded to eat the book. It's John eating and it becoming part of him inside. So I love that. Um, I just love combining these two because I do feel like a, a babe at the foot of the Lord. I remember when I got sealed in the temple, um, President Irene sealed my husband and I. And one of the things, and I've gotten to share this a couple times with friends recently who have gone back to the temple for the first time in years. And I said to one of my friends who I got the privilege to go with, 
when President Irene counseled me before I went through the temple for the first time, he said to me, Aaron, I do not want you go to go looking for some great mystery or so some great wisdom. I don't want you to go looking for some great answer. I want you to think of it as your parents read you a story at night. Concentrate on how you felt and the peace that it gives you. And it was so beautiful when we were done and I said in the celestial room, was there anything, any questions you had? Is there anything that you wanted clarified? And they said, do you know, I just felt like I was coming home. I just loved the peace. I'm good. And that is the beauty of the gospel. He will lead us along if we just try to be obedient and do the things he's told us. Read the scriptures, say your prayers, go to church, gather, and and be able to learn and renew our covenants. Go to the temple, minister, do those daily things, and be really good at repenting. Lose the pride. We all have things we have to repent of, and I'm saying this to myself so get really good at repenting and he will lead us along and all that he has we will inherit not when we're perfect but when we're really in a habit of striving to become who he needs and one with his other saints doing the same thing then we establish the kingdom of god that he steps in and rules and reigns like the city of enoch who is waiting to come and be with us. We've got to be prepared for that. And that is exciting. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.